with your host, Bill Lundgren, an AINC original podcast. We're not holding back truth. We're here to help you heal and become the best you possible. Here's the chair. Here's the pillow. Here's Bill. Welcome to Blindsight, uh, produced by the Audio Information Network of Colorado. I'm your host, Bill Lundgren. And I'm pleased today to be joined by our producer, Jonathan Price, because we've been talking about a thing that a lot of people do at this time of the year, which is to say, oh, 2023 is coming. I It's a chance for me to do things right and make some goals for the future that I can change and make my life better, which is great. The thing is, how do you do it? So what Jonathan and I are going to do today is talk a little bit about how people can actualize uh, their goals, how they can make it work and feel successful, because it's so important to have a sense that you are able to do whatever it is that you want to do. But to quote some of the people in the National Federation for the Blind particularly, we can do anything we want. We just need to do it differently. So welcome, Jonathan. Thanks, Bill. Good to be here. So tell me a little bit. You have mentioned an, uh, you know, an acronym that you were thinking about. And uh, I think, and some words, some words. So I'm going to turn the mic over to you for a minute to kind of explain that. Well, I'll try not to take up too much time. But um, <laughs> so when I was growing up, my dad used to always um, give us these, you know, goals or, you know, he would always have an acronym or something that, that we would always latch on to. And the first one uh, that he encouraged us to always use was this, the word grow. And you turn it into an acronym and the G stands for goal. And it's really talking about, you know, what are your goals? Do you want to lose weight? Do you want to eat healthy? Do you want to get married? You know, whatever goal have you. And you just identify it. That's the first thing is just to identify it. Then the R stands for the reality. You know, what is your reality when you're dealing with a goal? Well, if I want to lose weight, and I'm 300 pounds, I may not be able to run very far. I may not be able to do a lot of things that I want to do while I'm trying to lose weight. I need to eat healthy. I'm not eating healthy right now. I'm eating McDonald's and Wendy's and, and we're, we're not living this lifestyle that would, you know, be conducive to us losing weight. And I use weight as that's just an easy one. It's a low, low hanging fruit. When you look at the reality of your situation, it's important to understand that no matter what goal you have set before you, the starting point is always the hardest. It's always getting up off the couch. It's getting in front of a computer. It's getting in front of a book, um, getting into a gym, getting into counseling, getting into therapy, getting into um, a facility that if you have an addiction, then you need to understand that the reality of your situation is such that you need help, that you may need something to push you in the direction of 
major life change. So then once you look at the reality, the O portion of that is the options. Okay, well, what options do I have? Well, I can stop eating fast food. I can go get salads. I can go get you know, lean meats and I can go do all those good, healthy things for my body and create a different lifestyle for myself. I can go to counseling, I can go to therapy, I can go, um, I can do more self-care, I can go fishing, I can go hunting, I can pick up a hobby, I can, you, you know, insert all of these little things that you can do that you may have a natural, uh, I guess, inclination to or a natural bent to that you may have wanted to do for a really long time. And then the the, the really big work comes when you work those options, when you have the courage to sit down and say, okay, I have all these options. Which one do I want to do? And you go through and you work some of the options. Well, instead of going to McDonald's, I'm going to go to King Supers and buy my groceries today, or I'm going to walk to the park instead of driving to the video game store. I'm going to listen to a podcast instead of watching the latest, greatest episode of whatever show I'm watching. So it's it's small, subtle changes that over time, you know, once when you start working those goals and and working the options, your new reality, the, the reality that you have now does not mean your reality is going to be tomorrow. So it's a new reality every single day and every single time you make a choice, each choice leads you to that new goal. And I... I am not a big goal setter. I, I don't, I, I tried for many, many years. And then for years I joked and joked about, you know, you know, people will say, uh, my resolution is to not make a resolution, you know, because they're too afraid to fail. <laughs> so I don't, I, I don't do the whole goal thing anymore. I, I decided to change, uh, two words where I can focus in on three, maybe four words that may be interchangeable to where um, I can focus on those words in particular and not every day, maybe once a week, once every couple of weeks. But uh, the words that I have that I'm currently mulling around for 2023 is uh, patience, stillness, steady or steadfast or sturdy. I like that idea of the words. Yeah, when Make I it simple. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, absolutely. And and you know, people use you know phrases, or you may have a phrase that you want to grasp onto. But for me, patience. Um, I'm going to be focusing on this one a lot. Uh, and and just I am a I want things done right now. I'm a very impatient person when it comes to life in general. And I want things done and I want them done a particular way. And if, if they're not done within that time frame or in a particular way, I get pretty frustrated. And that's not to say I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to control a situation. It's just that my personality is bent toward, let's just get this done. If it's right in front of me, if the dishes need done, then let's go do the dishes. If you know the trash needs taken out, let's go take the trash out. And it's, it's kind of taken me in, in, on an interesting journey to where um, this need to work on patience has, um, when I was younger, overthrown my lazy streak. And so now it's kind of swung 
the full pendulum and I've got to work myself back to having a little bit more patience and grace um, with some life situations, circumstances, uh, daily tasks, things like that. Stillness uh, is a word that I'm focusing on major this year. It's, it's trying to understand the process of just being still. You know, we're, like you and I uh, know very well, we are inundated by social media, news outlets, you name, everybody is competing for our time and attention. Nobody wants us to be still anymore. They want us to be moving or still with a product that they have. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, you name it, whatever facility or media that you choose. Being still for me requires a lot of work. I'm not good at being still. And I, you know, it, it's so hard for me to just sit and maybe just read a book or just sit with a cup of coffee in my own thoughts. It's really hard for me to do that. And so that's something I'm focusing on. And then being steady and sturdy, um, making sure that for my kids and my wife and my family and my friends that my yes is yes and my no is no. And being steady in the decisions that I make, being uh, steadfast in what I do, why I do it, giving proper explanations into why I'm doing a particular thing, showing up for myself, being confident in who I am, and making sure that my family and those around me can see me as a steady place where they can come with their needs, their wants, their desires, their fears, and then I can be a rock and a lighthouse for them, no matter what they're going through and no matter what I'm going through. So those are, uh, I know I said I wasn't going to go a long time, but now we're almost 10 minutes in and I've taken up 10 minutes of our show. So that's my, uh, my, my goal, my work, my grow, <laughs> my words. I, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. Well, I like the way you're putting it for uh, any number of reasons, and I think the uh, the one uh, you know there's an easy way to remind yourself of what it is that you're doing. There's also a, an easy way to frame the work that you have to do in mm -hmm. goal setting. One of the unfortunate things that we find is that we uh, may be in a place where we're having trouble even imagining that if we set a goal that we can even achieve it. Yeah. Uh, for example, when someone is newly blind, it's a lot easier to look at what you can't do yep. as opposed to what you can do. Right. And so even in, in terms of a, a goal setting for many of us, it's just to... to uh, agree that we can accomplish something that we set out to do. The problem is that we may set out something and say, this is my goal, and this is what I like about you know the wording that you use uh, to remind ourselves that it's not just setting a goal that's mm -hmm. the issue, it's how do we attain it? Mm -hmm. Is it attainable? Yeah. Or what portion of it can we do to, to be realistic, uh, to say, okay, uh, as you say, I can, you know, walk and then build up 
and then run. Yeah. I can do this, but we have to also remind ourselves and set goals that are within the framework of what we're thinking about mm-hmm. and, and how we feel about ourselves. Uh, not to overpromise, but to say, okay, this is reasonable. Yeah. This is rational. You, you know, using that R and grow in a number of different ways and say, mm-hmm. okay, here's what I would like to do. And this uh, requires some planning. It requires me setting smaller goals to reach the big ones. Right. And you chose three. Excellent. Yeah. And I have a friend of mine, one of my clients, who encouraged me, uh, who encouraged herself to remind herself of, of affirmations or even goal setting by using, you could use one of your three words as your password every time you change yeah. your, your computer. Absolutely. Or whatever, or write it on a post-it. Sure. To remind yourself. Yeah, I think now, aff- affirmations. What are we talking about? Affirmations are a huge, huge thing to help you not only achieve your goals, but to change your life and grow, you know, as an individual. When you apply, you know, if we apply this goal setting to vision loss, you may have things, you may be, uh, you may have lost your vision overnight or, or due to diabetes or whatever circumstance have you. And you may have some smaller goals like labeling your kitchen or, you know, with, with Braille or, uh, labeling your clothing or arranging your home in a particular way that, that makes sense for you. And as little things like that can be hugely freeing. When you're faced with what seems like an insurmountable task. Now, you can also do things like, you know, maybe you have a goal of getting some more O&M training and or maybe you have a goal of getting a guide dog this year or maybe it's going back to school and you have no idea what technology is out there for schooling or you may be engaged in getting married this year. How is your life going to change and how are you going to change? And, you know, there's a lot of things that are going to happen in this next year that you may know and you may not know. I think part of also the idea of goal setting is understanding that your goals need to be adjustable. They need to be uh, flexible. They need to have a realistic expectation, like you were saying, but they also need to be um, something that you are going to enjoy doing you know, and, and, and allow them to be flexible. And you may not have a goal until June, or you may not even have a goal till next November. And you're like, wow, I really want to, you know, lose 10 pounds before Christmas. Well, you probably picked a bad time to try to lose weight before Christmas, but you know, it can be done. And, um, so I, I think, you know, what are, what are some of the goals that you may have that, that are going into 2023? Me personally, yeah, yeah, you personally. Goals, words, um, things that you want to accomplish. I'm still in the process. Yeah, I'm still in the process of establishing what goals I want. And this is important. Not You don't have to establish a goal today, but right. you have to be thinking about, okay, where do I want to go? And this is really the uh, the ultimate reason for setting up these goals. You, you know, we talk about uh, if you lose your sight, independence. Uh, mm-hmm. perhaps 
you know, I'm in the process of retiring from my from my practice. But what does that mean in right. terms of what do I do instead to feel? Because I know a part of me is to feel uh, like I'm useful. And one of the worst things that we can do is retire because uh, we've gotten so much value of uh, uh, self-image and, and self-evaluation by the work that we do that when we retire, then we say, or for that matter, when we lose our sight and we can't do what we used to do, how do I reclaim a sense of myself, who I am? Yeah. And that requires us to say, okay, who do I want to be and what is possible? Mm. You mentioned about, uh, you mentioned Braille. Uh, there also, uh, something which I consider is a, a, a miracle. It's a pen friend, which is where we, uh, record information about our clothes mm. or, uh, I use, I do frozen dinners. I put a card with a, uh, a little tag on it, and the pen friend, which is like a fountain pen, you put it on the on the dock, okay. and it not only tells me what is in the package, but what the instructions oh, wow. are. And it takes a lot of work to set this up, but for me, my goal at the time was to be as independent right. as possible, not have to call people in and you know, and oh, what is this, or help me find dinner. But I've got a means of doing it and, and maintain that sense of independence that right. I need as a blind person. That's a great idea. So that's the kind of thing that we have to do in terms of establishing who we are and feel that sense of being able to uh, be useful in one way or another uh, as a uh, as a retired person in my case, or as a, a person in general, what will it take? And again, it's moving off that sense of what I can't do, it's what I, you know, to, to take a look at what I'm able to do. And that's yeah. important. And then being able to actualize and figure out, okay, what do I have to do to make that happen? You know, for me, doing this podcast is is part of, uh, I hope, giving value to sure. the public out there. I feel good about doing it. And so that can be part of my goal setting is to improve what I do as your host on this program. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it, it does require sitting back and saying, okay, doing some thinking. Right. And, and talking with other people. Okay, what what would it take to be able to do X, Y, Z? And anything is possible. Yeah, it's the the one of the frustrating things for me, and I, I've already kind of alluded to this, but is is the when you're setting a goal, understanding how to sit and be still. Just to be still yes. can be overwhelmingly scary because a lot of us have a mm -hmm. lot of things going on in our minds. And if we are, you know, still for half of a minute, a minute, we start to go crazy. Some of us. 
And for me, when I do like the dishes or I do laundry or, you know, I was out, you know, it's at, at the time of this recording, we just got six inches of snow. And, you know, when I'm doing hard things or I'm doing mundane tasks, that's when my brain starts going to work and it starts either telling me, you know, bad things about either myself or situations that I'm in, or I start thinking about what I need to do next week. Do I need to get the kids lunch for next week for school? Do I need to uh, get them new clothes? Do we need to uh, put some more money into the savings account? You like things like that, just general everyday tasks. And I forget about who I am as a person in those moments. And I start thinking of other things instead of saying, okay, what do I need? What do I want? What am I going to do this year to make sure that I'm showing up for myself, for my family, for my friends? And the scariest thing is that that still moment. If you take 10 minutes, just 10 minutes, you don't turn on a TV, you don't turn on your phone, you get away from the computer, you go sit on a couch with your favorite beverage, be it coffee or tea or water or, you know, whatever have you, and you allow yourself to just be quiet and rest and think about what you want for the next year. And it doesn't, you don't even have to set a new year's resolution. We're not talking about new year's resolutions. And I know it comes across as like we are because it's the beginning of the year. However, you can do this literally anytime. You can do it at the end of the year. You can do it in the middle of the year. You can do it in the spring. Some people like to do uh, fall goals or they like to go by a school schedule. So though, anytime you want to create a goal, you have to start somewhere. And that somewhere is with silence. And a lot of people, that silence can be deafening. It can be crippling. It's fearful. And I want to encourage you that if you're listening to this and you are trying to figure out, what do I do now? Where do I go from here? You have to be able to let yourself sit, be okay with where you're at, understand your reality. And even if you haven't set a goal, understand what reality you are currently in and then make a plan and move forward anyway, in, in any direction, move forward. Don't be that deer in the headlights, standing on the road, cars coming at you. Allow yourself to move and to be okay with what direction you're going. And I would add to that something that uh, I've learned from being involved with mindfulness. And that is, uh, there's a particular technique that I teach all my, I've taught all my clients uh, since I've been introduced to it myself. And that is, when you're sitting there, there is something you can do to help yourself. And that is to breathe deeply. Yeah. Now, we breathe. A lot of us, adults, tend mm -hmm. to breathe from our chest. And that's yep. where anxiety is. But if we can sit, as you suggested, Jonathan, sit there for a moment with no distraction and draw a deep breath yep. from the belly, take in as much air as you can, hold it for a second, and then let the air mm -hmm. out very slowly. And we do that a couple of times. What happens is that it si signals a right. message of calm along our spinal cord to our brain. And invariably, when you do the deep breathing, mm -hmm. just a few times, you will find yourself getting more focused right. and calm. 
which then can introduce you to thinking about what you want to explore in your mind mm-hmm. and allow your mind to to play with some ideas that you may have and not necessarily make any right. judgment about, oh, that's what I'm going to do, but say, well, if I did this, then what? And do some exploring the possibilities. Mm-hmm. You may rule something out. Or you can say, oh, you know, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll see if that do, how that is doable. Not if it's doable, but how is it doable? Mm. And yeah. see, it's a big discernment. Yeah, and see, and then begin to do a little bit of the planning that's required. The you know the reality and uh, of what is possible, and then maybe uh, maybe put it aside for a little while. Mm. Let it simmer. Yeah, that's and a great, see that's a great point. Letting it simmer, boy, that's a hard one, especially when you know that you mm-hmm. uh, you think you have a goal in mind. And you just want to get out and do it. Like me, I have a, if I set a goal and I'm going to go to like, I want to, I want to make knives. I'm going to start making knives this year. And I want to go, I got my drill press. I got my grinder and I'm I'm ready to go make some knives. Well, if I just go out and start making knives, I'm going to do some real damage. I, I have no idea where to start. I have the tools, but now I just need the education as to where I'm going to start. So it's good just to sit and be with those. And remember you know, your goal is, uh, is to, to have something happen mm-hmm. during the course of possibly months or, or years. Uh, so taking a few extra moments before you launch into uh, doing mm-hmm. something, it's a good investment because, uh, you know, you, you need to do some planning. You need to, do, to think things through rather than do something and have it not turn out the way you want. And then you begin to, to get into some uh, self-defeating thinking about your ability right. to make change. So when I'll, I'll ask you this, when, when we talk about goal setting and we're, we move into our, our next week's topic, um, how do I go about setting a goal? What are some things that I need to consider i mean we have the grow method what are some other things that we can do as individuals to process what goals we should set well i think the issue is you always uh setting goals you know i have to uh, prepare mm-hmm. dinner i have to right. we're always setting goals but the kind of goals that we're talking about okay what change or what uh do i want to do uh in in terms of not necessarily hmm. my life, but in terms of this next period of time, as you said, some of the goals you mentioned, lose weight or, or exercise more or whatever, and say, okay, I think, and you have to come up with some uh, reason for, you know, why am I hmm. thinking about losing weight? You know, what will it do for me? And then you see when you uh, understand the benefit, that gives you a little more incentive to follow through. You know, maybe I lose weight and then I'll meet the perfect person. Well, you know, what about losing weight just to be healthy enough to meet the 
uh, next person. And then as you establish what it is that you'd like to do, you can also put in, well, how will I recognize that I'm accomplishing something? Mm. Uh, yes, I lose weight and uh, Mr. or Ms. Wrights comes along and sweeps me off my <laughs> feet, but that's not guaranteed. But mm. if you say, you know, I'm going to uh, reward myself with something, not necessarily a piece of pie, if I lose <laughs> five pounds and recognize or or tell uh, someone that I know cares about me, say, hey, I've lost X number of pounds. And that person can say, hey, that's wonderful. Yeah. And then, you know, to and and for you to say, hey, I lost five pounds and I know how difficult that was. Pat yourself on your back. That's a reward. And you've got to give yourself some sort of recognition all along the way as you uh, achieve your goal. So what you have to do then, once you've established, you know, some kind of goal, what are the steps that I'm going to take and know that I am in the process of achieving my goal? So you need to, you know, kind of say, okay, and, and the other thing you have to avoid is too many goals. Yeah. I want to change my whole life by uh, next week. <laughs> Just keep it because simple success breeds success. Right. A feeling of success. If we make it manageable and realistic, which comes back to, uh, to the grow idea, you say, okay, I would like to do X, Y, Z. I think it will benefit me in many ways. And here are the steps that I'm going to recognize that I'm along that process of running or walking, so uh, walking further, Mm. uh, and those kinds of things, and recognize and uh, praise yourself when you've accomplished the goal. So it's kind of an organized kind of process, in which case you can constantly be reinforcing what you're doing. I think that's real important. So it sounds like, you know, with, you know, with what you're talking about, there's four things that I kind of took out of that. One, you know, our goals should be measurable. You know, there should be an actual physical and measurable element to whatever goal that we have. Um, it should also be repeatable to where we can consistently do it. Um, also being able to commit it to memory, uh, getting it so ingrained in our nature, like going to the gym every day or every other day, it just becomes part of our everyday habit. But then one thing that we didn't really get to talk about too much, maybe we'll talk about it um, in next week's show, is the idea of accountability and having somebody to not only go through our life with, but go through this journey with. Because when you're talking about changing something like adapting to vision loss and adapting to an addiction or overcoming an addiction or overcoming, you know, whatever it is, having the accountability and people in your corner um, will make one will really frustrate you, but will also make the journey that much more enjoyable and bearable. Um, right. So, Bill, as we move into next week, uh, what do you want our listeners to take away uh, from this 
episode. One of the things that uh, I like is to give people homework. Okay. And in what we've talked about, uh, you know, this is part one. Uh, if you want to go along with us, be thinking about, okay, what is it that I want to uh, set as a goal? You know, what is it that I feel will be helpful? And it should only be a, at most a couple things because you want to make it manageable. And then be thinking about, okay, what are the steps? You know, what is the rationale? Why Why have I chosen this? What, what benefit do I think this will be for me? So you can clarify for yourself, you know, what's the incentive behind choosing this particular or these couple of goals? And then instead of saying, okay, I have to complete it within uh, by next week or, or whatever, mm. what are the steps that I need to take, the baby steps sometimes towards achieving the goals, and what are going to be the markers that I will use that I'm making progress? So if you can be thinking about uh, what it is you want to accomplish and what are the steps then you, we can talk next week more about that, those kinds of things and the direction that we take and what we do with the uh, information that we've gathered together. That sound reasonable? Yeah, absolutely. I'll be thinking about my goal for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, I'll think about mine too. I, I'm, I'm a, too bad I'm a uh, believer sometimes in do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> but... I eventually getting get around to doing the things that I tell other other people to do. Well, you know they say doctors make the worst patients, so I guess that's, that's right. That, that's the it. case in counseling and psychology <laughs> as well. Well, I think I, we, we've given our listeners, I hope, some some things to think about, yep. and we can then plan and look forward to uh, to talking some more next week. This is. Uh, Blind Sign, uh, your host Bill Lundgren with his guest Jonathan, to bid you adieu. Have a good holiday weekend. <laughs>